What's up, everyone? I'm Patrick Jones. This is the road to the show. I want to remind you guys that I appreciate everyone who's downloaded so far. And just for those new listeners, please subscribe and go on iTunes and leave a review. It really helps a lot. Um, On this episode number 20, we have Rylan Bannon. Rylan plays for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He was drafted in the eighth round this past season. And we kind of go over his first professional season, you know, what it was like on draft day this past year, Um, some mechanical adjustments that he's made over his career, Um, just the Dodgers, you know, them making the World Series and, you know, what that experience was like seeing his team in there, Um, some of his goals for this upcoming year and, and personally, I'm, I'm really happy for Rylan. I actually played for him, his fresh, played with him his freshman year, and I never would have imagined that he would have turned into the offensive threat that he has. Uh, his defense was definitely ready day one, but he's put in a ton of work um, on the offensive side, and it's really showed. You know, he had a great first season in pro ball, and I'm, I look forward to following him um, in 2018. I think he's going to even do better. And I think you guys are going to enjoy uh, just learning about his story a little bit and what he kind of thinks of professional baseball so far. And uh, it should be a good time. So without further ado, here's Rylan Bannon. What's up, everyone? This is the Road to the Show. I'm Patrick Jones. Today we have Rylan Bannon here. He is a third baseman in the Los Angeles Dodgers organization. Um Let's talk a little bit about draft day, right? You got drafted this past year, eighth round. What was that like? What was that experience like? Yeah, you know, it was it was a pretty crazy day. I uh, I was actually just chilling at home. It was me and my sister, and uh, my parents didn't want to like stay home from work and stuff, and kind of make more of uh, the situation than it was. So it was just me and my sister hanging out at home, and uh, you know, I, I got a call from my agent asking me if I would take this amount and this round and I was like uh yeah absolutely so I, I I waited for that pick to come up and uh finally came up heard my name called my stomach just sank you know it, unbelievable feeling it's so exciting and uh unbelievable experience I mean it's 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 been a, been a joy so far the Dodgers I, I I couldn't be any more happy and um how many yeah. teams called you that on that day uh I'm not exactly sure how many teams were in the negotiation uh my agent handled most of that, so he, he was just kind of texting me like here and there, like, "Would you take this and this round?" And uh, I actually he asked me about the sixth round, and I had an offer. I said, "Yeah, obviously, I take it." And uh, it actually didn't fall through. My name wasn't called, so I had to wait until the eighth round. He shot me another text, and that's what happened, man. The Dodgers uh, heard my name called, and it was awesome. So throughout the season, like, were there scouts that were like contacting you? Um, like, did you, did you have a good idea that you would go top 10 rounds, um, on draft day? You know, I, I really, I didn't go into the day with too many expectations. You know, I, I didn't want to like bank on like, Oh, I'm going to be a top 10 round draft pick and then it not happen. So, I mean, I, I, towards the beginning of the season, I was having a good year and uh, I started getting a lot more scouts coming to me, sending me stuff and shooting me emails and like letting them know they've been watching me like filling out a lot of questionnaires, a lot of medical questionnaires and, and that kind of thing. So that was exciting, obviously. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, but I, I didn't really, like, have any expectations going into draft day, you know. So I, I didn't want to bank on being a top 10-round draft pick or, like, bank on getting this amount of money and that kind of thing. Cause, so I didn't want to get disappointed and, like, do that kind of thing. And I mean, if I didn't happen to get drafted or get what I wanted, you know, I, I, I didn't want to be upset with going back to school, you know, going back to Xavier for my senior year would have been awesome. You know, I, I, 
I love Xavier. I love the coaching staff there. I mean, it, that wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world. I, I just so happened to, to get an offer. I, I, I couldn't refuse. And, yeah, I mean, here I am. So you signed, ended up signing, what, a couple of days right after you got drafted? Yeah. So a couple of days. And then where would you end up going for the summer? Uh, they flew me down to Arizona for about five days. And uh, that's where we, like, signed all the papers, did that thing, and went through, like, a big series of meetings and, and that kind of thing, kind of, like, introducing us to the Dodgers. And we kind of, like, took BP, took round balls every day. And then they, they sat, like, four of the, the new draftees down, which I was one of them. And uh, they said, yeah, we're, we're sending you out to Ogden uh, tomorrow. Your flight's at 8 in the morning. So I was like, wow, that, that's awesome. I really wasn't expecting that. I knew that they were going to send some guys out, but, it, but I didn't want to bank on being sent out and then not get sent out to one of the, the affiliates. So, so, yeah, I mean, we went down there. I, I signed the papers. I became a Dodger and uh, learned a lot about the organization. And, yeah, ended up in Ogden a couple of days after that. What was the competition like uh, throughout the summer? I know you said you went out to um, Arizona, signed there at their facility. Um, were you surprised at like what the competition was like, or was it about uh, where you expected for your first season? Uh, I mean, it, it is what I expected. I uh, I didn't have too many expectations as to like I didn't go into it thinking I was going to get blown away by this this crazy competition because like I knew I was good. I knew I was there for a reason. And uh, so I went in. I mean, obviously, you're facing good arms every single day. I mean, you're seeing guys. Uh, you're seeing guys mid 90s every time. Every every time there's a guy on the bump, he, he's he's there's a reason he's he's out there. So uh, I mean, yeah, it was good competition. Yeah, I came across a lot of good players, good coaches. Uh, our coaching staff was unbelievable. I mean, they they preached like the equality of everybody in the organization. You know, the first thing they said to me the day I got there was. We're all equal, you know. I, just because I'm a coach doesn't mean that I'm more than you. You're not less than me, you know. They, they kind of preach that. And I actually really like that. You know, that was that was cool. We're kind of all on the same page, like that kind of thing. But, but yeah, I mean, it was awesome. I uh, I had a really good experience. Saw some some good arms. You know, I had some had some competitive at bats with those guys. And yeah, I mean, it turned out to be a great summer against some great competition. Did you uh, did they have you make any like mechanical adjustments or was it since it was your first year like they're just going to let you like do your thing and then like maybe in spring training they'll start working with you a little bit? Yeah, you know, they didn't they didn't actually talk to me about any mechanical things other than some like minor fielding stuff, but they didn't they actually still haven't said anything to me about to me about my swing, which is kind of weird to me, but I, I kind of take it as a compliment because you know, I had a good summer. I hit well. I had, I hit a, I hit a couple home runs like I did well, so I, I kind of take it as a compliment that they haven't said anything to me about my swing. So, yeah, I mean, they sent me down to Instructs, and I was expecting to get a lot of, like, swing tips and, like, maybe try this, do this, or, like, but they really didn't do that. I, I mean, I just went down there. I got some more games under my belt, and, uh, yeah, you know, I actually sat down with one of the coaches in the dugout one day that was in Ogden with me, and I was like, I, I, I'm not upset, obviously, that they didn't say anything about my swing, but I was just kind of hoping they, they, like, gave me some stuff to work on in the offseason. Yeah. But, like, they never really said anything. He's like, just look at it this way. Like, if they're not saying anything to you about it, like, that's obviously a good thing. Like, you just – you had a good year. You put up some good numbers. Like, take that as a compliment. And that's, that's kind of what I did. And that, that hit home with me. And that was – yeah. So, I mean, you're, when I've seen you swing before. You have, like, a little bit – you have a – actually, not a little bit. You had a big leg kick when I saw you in the spring last year. Um, have you always had that? Or how did that come about? Yeah. No, my uh, – Freshman year of college, I had no leg kick whatsoever, just like a little little step, I think. I don't even remember. But uh, once I got into my sophomore year, I, 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 I didn't have a step. I had, had no leg kick whatsoever. 
Uh, and then like two or three weeks into the season, I wasn't doing too well. And then uh, I just kind of like, I didn't practice one day and I, I absolutely crushed a ball. And I was like, <laughs> that felt kind of good. You know, I, I found some juice right there that I, I didn't think I had. And uh, yeah, I mean, ever since then, like I just started just toying around with it and it kind of became a thing. And I feel like it's gotten bigger over time, but I don't think bigger is worse. You, know? you mean, do you have more power because of it, you think? I personally, I think so. I mean, I don't know if that translates to everybody, but, like, I, I think that that kind of made me do a lot of good things doing more of a leg kick. You know, it gets me into better positions. It gets me into that back hit more in order to 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 get more power behind the ball and use my hips, use use more of my legs for sure. So, I mean, that's, that's something that I've really worked on, and I, I think everybody's kind of scared of the leg kick because they think it's going to throw off their timing and that kind of thing, and, and it – Honestly, I think that it's it's helped me more with my timing. You know, I feel like I feel like I'm on time for fastballs, and I'm also on time for off speed. And I think that's because I, I I have a bigger leg kick, and I can ride out my legs longer. Yeah, that makes sense. And I know a lot of the Dodgers like have like leg kicks too. Like you look at uh, Jock Peterson, like Justin Turner, like those guys. Um, what type of like hitting philosophy do the Dodgers have? Like I know they didn't talk to you specifically about it, but. Obviously, they have one. Like, are they one of the, an organization where they want you to, like, you know, get the ball in the air consistently? Or, I mean, what, are, what is their approach? Yeah, for sure. You know, they're, they're, they preach more of the new hitting philosophy that everybody's kind of starting to catch on to, which is get on plane earlier, hit the ball in the air, hit home runs, and that kind of thing. You know, you're not teaching chopping at the ball, like, to hit line drives and create backspin. It's more of, more of the get on the plane and, like, the launch angle stuff and all that kind of, like, the stuff that I kind of developed not even knowing with my swing, which is, I think, why they kind of liked me a lot and ended up drafting me is I do a lot of the things that they preach. And I, there's, there are a lot of guys in the organization that have big leg kicks, and I think that they really enjoy that. They like that, and that's, that's kind of what the game is uh, evolving to. So, so yeah, I mean, they, they definitely just preach, like, get the ball in the air. Like, that's kind of – I mean, you hear a lot of guys say, it, like, home runs and doubles and extra base hits are what's getting guys paid, and – yeah, that, that's the approach that they take to it. So now we're in the off season a little bit. Um, you've had a few weeks to kind of just unwind a little bit. Now you're getting back into the lifting and things like that. What's what's the off season plans look like for you? Like, what's a typical day look like? <clears throat> uh, typical day, I wake up at about nine o'clock. Then I head over to the weight room after I eat a big breakfast because I got to gain some weight. <laughs> uh, head over there, get a workout in for about an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, and then I, I, I go home, I eat a big lunch, drink some protein shakes, and then I just kind of relax and unwind the rest of the day and repeat the next day. Do you do, do you feel a lot of ground balls as well? Because I know like, we didn't even talk about def- defense, but I know when I remember when I played with you, your freshman year, like defensively, like you were you were ready like right away, like right out of the gate. That's what like at first, that's what you know your strength was. Um, do you focus? Would you say more on hitting in the off season, or is it a combination of defense and hitting? Uh, it's definitely both. I mean, it's obviously it's a lot easier to go and get a lot more swings, just because it's easier to have the resources to do that. I don't I don't have somebody available to hit me ground balls twenty four seven. So I, I I mean obviously I don't want to to not take ground balls, but I feel like it's easier to get a lot more swings and. Uh, but, yeah, I, I actually haven't started hitting or fielding yet, just kind of letting the body relax for a couple of weeks and and uh, start lifting a lot more, doing that kind of thing. But I, I'm going to – next couple of weeks probably going to fire it up, get some ground balls, go take a lot of swings, and 
Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I have to gain 20 pounds this off season. So is that your goal or their goal for you? They, I mean, I'm like 175 ish right now. They, they told me to come back at around 190. Oh wow. So yeah, I mean, it's I, I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to put on some weight, and uh, yeah, I definitely have it in me. I think I got up to like 188 last off season. So okay. I mean, it's it's definitely possible. Yeah, and then the World Series was you know just finished up. Unfortunately, the Dodgers came up short. Um, were you watching the World Series at all and just be like, man, like I could. I can't wait to be out there in a couple of years. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was unbelievable World Series. I mean, it was that was a blast to watch, and obviously, it was awesome that my team's in the World Series and stuff. So, I mean, congrats to the Astros. That was awesome. Yeah. They 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 played their butts off, but but yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, that's that's obviously the end goal is to get to the big league team and, and help your team win a World Series. So. So yeah, I mean, it, it it would be awesome to to get myself out there within the next couple of years and and do what they just did. I mean, that'd be that'd be sweet. Yeah, Houston was. I mean, offensively they were incredible. I noticed they were all using like, like almost every player was using Victus bat on Houston. Did you notice that? I did. A lot of them were. A lot of them. And yeah. what what bat kind of bat do you use? Uh, all season I used like the uh, the dovetail bats. And then how'd you decide to use the dovetail bats? Uh, they actually that that's just what they kind of give us. They give us like old hickories and some dovetails. The uh, Dodgers or like your the Dodgers. Too. Okay, and then so does your agent give you stuff too? Yeah, my agent will get me some like Louisville sluggers and that kind of thing. I think he he's sending me a glove and some bats right now. And he sent me uh, cleats and batting gloves like all 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 throughout the season, some turfs that kind of thing. So is it just like whatever you want? Like be like, hey, like. Me and my boys need some like batting gloves and a couple bats. Like, no, I mean I, I don't want to abuse abuse yeah, yeah. what they're doing. You know, I mean I, I'm blessed to have an agent. A lot of guys don't have agents, yeah. so I mean I I just I'm not going to be ordering stuff every week. Like, oh, send me a bunch of cleats, send me this, send me that. But no, I, I, no, I'm not going to do that kind of thing. So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm grateful for what he what he gives me. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, one couple last things, then we'll let you get going here. Um, where do you like see yourself like position wise? Because I know in college, you know, third base a lot. Um, when you were drafted this past summer, they play, had you play a little third and then a little bit of second, or is that just in instructionals? Uh, at instructs, I had me at second for just like probably three or four days out of the three weeks that I was there. But uh, I mean, mainly third base. There was actually some talk about catching uh the the catching coordinator said something about me me looking like a catcher like have you ever caught before and i was like <laughs> it's like no i haven't caught since i was like eight years old so but i mean the the farm director came up to me and asked me about catching and and i mean that was definitely a talk for a little bit just to kind of get some versatility under my belt you know so uh, i mean they, they never really took action on that but i just kind of like locked it down at third base and a little bit of second base here and there so that, that was about it i mean you kind of remind me a little bit of uh you know, my buddy Josh Harrison a little bit. You can play a little bit of third. I put you at second, like maybe a little bit of outfield too. Um, would you be like – because some guys don't really want to like move around a whole lot. Like would you be cool with, you know, playing just being like you not necessarily a utility guy but moving <clears> around <throat> a little bit as you got up in the system? Yeah, I mean, if you're moving up, that's great. Obviously, yeah. I'll play wherever they want me to play. I mean, yeah, they could throw me in center field for all I care. If I'm moving up, doing what they want me to do, like that's that's great, you know. Yeah. Do you have any goals, like, specifically for next season? Like, you know, I'm assuming you're going to start out probably, you know, in A ball and then work your way up from there. Um, Are there anything, like, specifically that you want to, like, any goals or anything that you have for yourself next year? Yeah, I mean, I I, want to keep doing what I'm doing, and that's put up numbers with my bat because the bat – your bat's going to help you move up a lot quicker than your glove usually. Uh, well, especially if, for you because you got a good glove. Exactly. If, if you got a, if you got a good bat, you're going to move through the system. They're going to find somewhere to put you. 
uh, in the field. So, I mean, I, I just kind of want to follow that path. You know, I had a good year hitting uh, this past year, and I kind of want to uh, go off of that and have, have a good year hitting again. What's your approach when you're hitting? Like, are you are you a guy who's aggressive? Or are you more going to, like, take, be disciplined maybe and just wait? Or what's your approach? No, you know, a big thing that, that changed for me was I used to just kind of guide the bat to the ball, try to hit line drives, got to get base hits, that kind of thing. And something just kind of clicked for me, like, it's not fair that this pitcher can get on the mound and rear back and throw the ball as hard as he possibly can, and I'm just trying to guide the bat to the ball and get a base hit. Like, send it right back at him, man. Like, like hit the ball as hard <laughs> as you can. Like, that's that's the that's your job when you get in there is to hit the ball hard. So, I mean, why not rear back and, and put a good, healthy swing on the ball and hit the crap out of it, you know? So you're trying to get the ball in the air every pitch. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the idea. That's the idea. Okay, has there any been – because you're not, like, a, a big guy, but obviously you have, a, like, a lot of power. Has there ever been, like, like people have been, like, scouts been like, ah, I don't know, and, like, have you used that as, like, a chip on your shoulder a little bit? Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say I've been doubted. People don't think I have it in me, but, I mean, obviously I'm small. I'm, like, I'm 5'8", and I play third base. Like, people, yeah. people look past that. They think that I, I shouldn't hit for power, but, I mean – I don't like that, you know. If I if I can go out there and prove that I have some power and I can hit for power, like I'm gonna do it, you know. Yeah. And I mean, especially like playing third base. I'm five eight. Everybody thinks the third baseman needs to be six four, two hundred ten pounds. It's like, it's like I think there's some advantages to me going out there and 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 being light on my feet and flying around, kind of taking away bunts and taking away stuff in the six hole, and doing that kind of thing. So I, I mean, I don't think I was ever doubted, but. I mean, yeah, I'm small. I, I mean, Jose Altuve is. is even smaller than you, exactly. and he drops great, bombs. Great example. Great example. Um, and yeah, it's just you just got to buy into being small and, and realize that it's, you can play baseball and be really freaking good if you're small, you know. Right. But, you, I mean, you take a lot of pride in your defense, though, where it's like every single day um, before games. Like, how many ground balls would you, like, normally take before games? Or how many should, like, kids be taking before games? Yeah, I mean, we, we would go out there, and we called it early work where you go out there and it's just it's usually like you and like two or three other guys from that position and uh you go out there and they just hit you a bunch of ground balls or you, you kind of work on something that maybe came up in the game the other day with your fielding and you do that kind of thing and I, I don't know exactly how many ground balls we would take but I, I mean it's usually like a bucket full it hit, hit to like the three of us and like you don't want to wear yourself out especially mid-season you know you're playing every single day you don't want to take a bunch of ground balls you know so but I mean, yeah, like the off season's a great time to get a bunch of ground balls and work on good stuff, and uh, you know, work on work on all the mechanics and stuff like that. So take it into the season. But like, I feel like once you're in season, you don't need to wear yourself out taking ground balls. I mean, obviously, there's stuff that you're gonna have to tweak and work on here and there. But but yeah, that's that's about it. Um, from a defensive standpoint, are there certain drills like that you do that have like helped you a lot, or is it? Has it been like always just more of a natural thing where you just, just take regular ground balls? Yeah, you know, we actually, uh, actually, as I started pro ball, we started doing a lot of live fungo drills, which is like there's a guy uh, with a bucket of balls, probably like 10, 15 feet, like out in front of home plate. And then there's a guy with a fungo actually at the plate, like hitting. And uh, they, they like f- give him flips and he hits like live fungos actually in the field. And that was really cool. Like I'd never had that before because it's, it's literally a live read off the bat. Like, you don't usually get that when you're just taking, like, normal fungos because they're usually just, like, softer, like, backspun ground balls. But, I mean, usually when you get a ground ball in the game, it's got a lot of topspin, and I feel like with that drill, you get a lot of the topspin ground balls, which is good. And uh, also, a lot of the, we worked on a lot of, like, drop-step drills where you, you the, the coach will stand probably 15, 20 feet in front of you, and he'll, he'll like, kind of throw balls at your feet, 
that you need to like like drop step and get back there. And I feel like that's a really good drill, especially for me playing third base. Drop steps are huge, you know, and playing one handed and doing that kind of thing. And yeah, I mean, we touched on that all throughout the summer, and then I had a really good defensive summer. So there's nothing to complain about. Yeah, nothing to complain about. Uh, one last question, and then we'll let you get going here. How many home runs are you going to hit next year? Uh, like 30? 30, dude. 30? Let's do it. 30. 30. 30 home runs. Hey, man, appreciate you stopping by again. See Twitter, you guys died. Instagram, you're still alive. We appreciate you guys watching. And, um, again, thanks for coming on, man. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it.